The Fruitfulness of Friendship John chapter 15 verse 15 says, No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my father I have made known to you. We never know the joy of self-sacrifice until we abandon in every particular. Self-surrender is the most difficult thing. I will if... Oh, well, I suppose I must devote my life to God. There is none of the joy of self-sacrifice in that. As soon as we do abandon, the Holy Ghost gives us an imitation of the joy of Jesus. The final aim of self-sacrifice is laying down our lives for our friend. When the Holy Ghost comes in, the great desire is to lay down the life for Jesus. And the thought of sacrifice never touches us because sacrifice is the love passion of the Holy Ghost. Our Lord is our example in the life of self-sacrifice. I delight to do thy will. Oh my God. He went on with his sacrifice with exuberant joy. Have I ever yielded an absolute submission to Jesus Christ? If Jesus Christ is not the lodestar, there is no benefit in the sacrifice. But when the sacrifice is made with the eyes on him, slowly and surely, the molding influence begins to tell. Beware of letting natural affinities hinder your walk in love. One of the most cruel ways of killing natural love is by disdain built on natural affinities. The affinity of the saint is the Lord Jesus. Love for God is not sentimental. For the saint to love as God loves is the most practical thing. I have called you friends. It is a friendship based on the new life created in us which has no affinity with our old life, but only with the life of God. It is unutterably humble, unsullidly pure, and absolutely devoted to God. So today's devotional on the fruitfulness of friendship. The question Oswald asks today is, have I ever yielded an absolute submission to Jesus Christ? And when I had answered this, it was several weeks ago, because that's when I originally journaled on this devotional. And so to put a long story short, my son and my daughter had an incident where my daughter had taken something from my son, ran away, son chased her, and then she gave it back to him when he caught up, and he ended up punching her in the stomach. But he didn't know that I was watching the exchange, and as soon as he punched her in the stomach, he started to walk out of the room, and then that's when he noticed that I was standing there and saw everything. So... Luckily, that day, 
I was fasting and it was the end of the day when we were putting him to bed and I had been fasting all day uh, since I hadn't eaten all day and I hadn't eaten since the uh, early evening or afternoon the day before. So I was able, I was calm because I wasn't, wasn't feeding my flesh that day. I wasn't giving strength to the, the thing that would have caused me to lash out. Instead, I was fasting and praying all day. And so I responded calmly in a gentle way. I comforted my daughter or brought her to my wife and then put my son in his room. And then a little bit later, I was explaining or talking to my son and just letting him know that he made the easy choice and physically hurt his sister because of what she wrongly did. She had ruined his... Uh, a sleeve to his favorite book, a sleeve, a paper sleeve he likes to put his favorite book in. So she was certainly in the wrong, but he he made the wrong choice and the easy choice to harm her, physically harm her for what she did. And I was explaining how I had the option to give him a consequence. He could be spanked, uh, things along those lines. He could be physically reprimanded for what he had done. But then I explained again how, in my opinion, that would have been the easy choice for me to make. And that day I I had also been reading The Cost of Discipleship. And in chapter 18, um, there's a a quote from that part. And it, it says, Judging others makes us blind whereas love is illuminating. By judging others, we blind ourselves to our own evil and to the grace which others are just as entitled to as we are. And then I asked the question, how better can my son understand the grace of God when I set myself aside and show him grace myself? Jesus says that when we fast, Not that fasting is a choice, but if, when we fast, we do it in secret for the Father, and the Father, which sees us in secret, shall recompense us. And I believe because of my choice to fast and pray that day, I encountered what would have been a very difficult situation. And in the past, I have responded physically, either by basically roughing up my son for something he had done. And that's what I would have naturally inclined. I would have naturally inclined to do that, to be physical back with him, just as he was physical with my daughter. But again, that would have been the easy thing to do. And just as God gives his grace to me, it's my mission to allow that grace to flow through me into my children and my wife and everyone around me. It's extremely difficult, but when I rely on the Spirit to feed me for an extended period of time like I I did that day, it wasn't so difficult. It just required a little bit of discipline to take certain thoughts captive and and then act out of grace and out of love. 
So I would say this was a recent example of when I submitted to Jesus Christ. Because there, there isn't a single example in the Bible of Jesus being physically harmful to someone. There's the part when he gets the whip and starts flipping tables and, and outlashing that way. But it doesn't say that he physically whipped anybody and, and caused any kind of trauma to their, their tissue or any kind of pain to them physically. So I trust that the Spirit will guide me so that I don't have to physically discipline my kids because there's going to be a point when they're too big to, to discipline physically. I'm not going to spank my 15-year-old son. I can pull on his ears or slap him or smack the back of his head or punch him and push him, but that's, that, that just seems wrong to me. And that always, that just seems like the easy thing to do and uh, what my flesh would want to do. But that's not how I want to parent. And so any parents listening, I want to encourage you to today submit yourselves to Jesus when it comes to parenting. Because naturally, I think the way we parented, we, we were parented, maybe through our grandparents or our parents, there are styles that are unhealthy and harmful and pretty much traumatic that we experienced and we naturally want to pass those down to our kids because it's easy it's what we can fall back to in a time in a pinch but I want to challenge you today to submit submit those ways to Jesus give them up and instead humble yourself in those moments and take captive those harmful thoughts and try to parent in a more loving way. God bless you.